This is the Annihilator, General of Zorn. You will bow before me and listen to previously on bad role models. Listen, because I am the Annihilator and I tell you so. Does anybody else here need my kindly administrations? I'm going to pass. That's fine. Well, nothing, nothing a nap can't fix, and like maybe a cup of tea. I'll be, I'll be all set in the morning. Really. I can no longer call myself evil feature. <laughs> I now give myself the name substitute teacher, morally neutral <laughs> teacher. <laughs> Although Troy, your idea is much better than mine. Wait, what, was your idea? <laughs> oh. what, was, what was your idea? What was your idea? Formerly. <laughs> <laughs> Substitute teacher really does have more of a ring than yeah. morally unsophisticated, morally unjudgmental. You can so, get away with more when it's a sub. <laughs> I am sure you would be the best possible student, Troy, I would be happy to be your teacher, your substitute teacher. Suddenly this got a little uncomfortable. You have wild, unpredictable algorithms, substitute teacher. <laughs> Welcome to Bad Role Models, where we play old role-playing games from the 80s in their original form so you youngsters can realize how good you got it today. We're still getting through Villains and Vigilantes. We're kind of starting a new module, Island of Dr. Apocalypse, though it's part two of a two-part module. So let's see what happens next. Actually, there was a school meeting not too long ago where like all these, it was for parents and one of the persons, um, one of the parents had a, a Zoom handle called Dat Boner. So, <laughs> you know, uh, with all these uh, teachers and stuff. You know. so. um, Did you say Dad Boner or Dat Boner? Dat, D A T Boner. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, so, you know, so like all these parents meeting these teachers and the principal and this guy's Dat Boner. Yeah. Well, that's a little funny. I didn't know it was like dad boner. That's bad. Oh, no, no, it was dat, D-A-T. Oh, dat boner. T is oh. Yeah, oh, it's his late night Zoom handle. I thought yeah. you said dap boner, D-A-P. Like, oh, man, oh. that boner's dap. Yeah. It's someone who plays a trombone. Man. Perhaps they shorten it by using boner. I don't know what's funny about that to you people. <laughs> Boner. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm actually interested. Yeah. <laughs> Put that so, man on a watch list. Um, let's. Um, uh, so everybody, everybody's leveled up. Um, the uh, the effect of that is actually fairly muted in this game. All you, I think, all you really get from that is. 
it's slightly easier for you to hit uh, other characters and makes it more difficult for them to hit you. And we're level two now, right? Yeah, you're level two. Uh, you've been going up against a lot of level threes, um, not very many level fives. Well, uh, this, since our characters uh, started, not even a week has passed. Yeah. Yeah, not even, yeah. And, and you don't have much time uh, between now and when uh, Dr. Apocalypse starts bringing in the actual apocalypse. So you don't yeah. have much time. I'm currently trying to look. It's impossible to find the rules in this, this thing. I know. Uh, the, uh, I'm trying to find the, oh yes, charisma points. Yeah, so at the end of each session, GMA award, yeah, as I recall, we, we have not assigned charisma points for the, the previous, uh, the previous uh, session, is that correct? Or the previous encounters? Um, right. Um, yeah, so why don't we, uh, yeah, actually, why don't we do that in game as well? And, or at least I feel that there's going to be some hard moves here. And uh, <laughs> Jamie, we can all see you. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm a fan of flossing. So don't go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, it's like, it's a little more, um, uh, Polite, I guess, than using like the string floss. So. Do we get any more hit points, game master? No. Ugh. No, but I mean, it is uh, the the advantage as far as being hit is pretty significant. So, so oh, there, there's a, there's a table. Um, let's see uh, the attacker's experience level table. If you can see that, so um, you can like. It's uh, like you can now go up against somebody who is of level one and not have a penalty in your in your attack. <laughs> nice. So we've been playing with a penalty this whole time. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, always. Yeah, because nobody's below level one. Yeah. Except inanimate objects, I guess. Right. All right. Um, well, in that case, uh, why don't we get going? Or uh, uh, does anybody want to um, do a summary of where we are in the game and what just happened? If anybody remembers. Uh, okay. Could could Nikki show her uh, picture? Yeah. yeah. That was one of the high points of the. Yeah. That's Ratman taking an the old lady mugger hostage. Oh wow! Oh yeah. yeah, that's exactly how I how I imagined it. <laughs> I'm getting PTSD looking at it. <laughs> I saw something really similar on a bathroom stall at work. It was filthy. Whoa! <laughs> and you work at home. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> it says for a good time calling. It's got my number. <laughs> HR, I think I harassed myself. <laughs> Who's head of HR in your uh, in your company? <laughs> That's a great question. The cat. 
No, uh, no. I had a straight. I thought it was a straight. Was hanging out for a while last night, and um, after uh, some uh, some sort of neighborhood intel, it was uh, it was a cat from uh, around the corner who just decided to come act like he was homeless and try to come in, mm-hmm. and uh, he was pretty fun. And I gave him some milk, and he just like polished it off. And I'm like, oh no! And then it was just like, nah, he lives around the corner. His owners are like, we're sorry. And it's just like. I'm hoping that's what happened to my cat because she disappeared. So I'm hoping somebody else is like making her fat right now. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. All right. Well, uh, anybody want to do the summary? I'll do it. Okay. Do it. Gotcha. So uh, not long after we finished our very first caper, we, uh, the city started uh, being attacked by an unseen, unknown force that was, amongst other things, causing a lot of weather to happen and uh, some, some hallucinations, mass hallucinations. We saw our own uh, favorite enemy, uh, Bull, uh, sort of uh, melt into the sky, seeing, saying, murder, murder. So that so we uh, so we uh, did a little bit of investigating, and eventually it turned out that this guy, Doctor Apocalypse, was trying to take over Center City. So uh, not only did we thwart his attack uh, using giant robots, but then we uh, used that intel to find his uh, his base at the uh, uh, what was the name of the the building? The Moro. The, uh-huh. Uh, industries, Mon- yeah. Montori ind- Industries yeah. to go to the Montori Industries. Uh, so we went there, and uh, uh, as we were doing some um, some recon, we uh, we ran into our enemies. A long battle ensued, and uh, in a, in real time, six months later, <laughs> uh, and one pandemic. Uh, we uh, we uh, managed to defeat our final foe, the the, um, the Rat Man. But uh, that means that right now we have enough intel to get us to Doctor Apocalypse's island using a spaceship. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Um, in that case, we'll get started with the game. I've got uh, a fair amount of Korean soju. And it's kicked in enough for me to, 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 to GM for you. And as, as my voice begins to change, <laughs> I am no longer your friend. I am a game master. I am your ticket to infamy and terror. I am your conductor into danger and heroism. Are you ready, heroes? Are you ready to be heroic? I'm asking you, Mollusk Master, are you ready? I guess so. Yes, that's exactly in character. I must. Blizzard, are you ready? hundred percent ready. Very well. I will not ask the rest because I know you are not ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> and 
<laughs> and now we shall, now that I no longer am fettered by sympathies and friendship for you all, I will dish out the charisma points, Blizzard, for your heroism in defeating Ratman <laughs> and the Hall of Mirrors. You will get two charisma points to add to your current ones. Wow. Katya, for your heroism as a de facto leader or perhaps overseer of this group of so-called heroes, one charisma point. And for Beach Witch, for being sassy. And on the cusp of everything cool, one charisma point. <laughs> For Malice Master, for your heroism in rescuing Behemoth as he plummeted from the top of Monturi Industries Tower, barely saving his life from surely splattering. And my back is still Three kidding. charisma points. Wow. And, of course, for Troy, the devil-may-care robot who has finally come into his own and realized that he is the strongest of all, that he is the most burly and powerful hero of this lot of misfits. Minus one charisma point for your attempt to murder Behemoth. <laughs> I suppose I deserve that. Now the few drinks have now gone up fifty cents. <laughs> I am not your friend. I do not need a discount on tab. <laughs> you misunderstand now... me. You will have to pay fifty cents more per tab now. <laughs> well, pettiness is also the... one of my subpowers. <laughs> you are saying I never got a discount to begin with? Is that no. what you're saying? <laughs> so now we will determine if if you get to keep these points I have given you. <laughs> Take them to your fists, your greasy, sweaty fists, a d20. All right. And roll it. For those of you who have positive charisma points are being applied. You must roll the d20 above the number that is the old charisma points plus the new charisma points in order to keep the new charisma points. Okay. That didn't work. Okay, so listen, I have three as a charisma and then I have and I add three and so I have to roll over six. You must roll over six to keep the additional three. Okay. For that individual who has charisma knocked off, he must roll. If he rolls beneath the number of his old charisma points minus the new charisma points, then it is a permanent fixture until such time as he becomes more charismatic and more heroic. Remind me of my old charisma level, please. Since I keep your 
<laughs> your numbers here also Thank big wins. Oh. Your charisma was 24. Oh. <laughs> Minus so it, one, 23. So whatever you roll the d20, we'll make it a solid 23. I will mark this in pencil on your sheets. I have rolled an eight. Do you keep that app on there? Your... No, no, oh, I just, uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just do a, just do a Google search on dice roller every oh, time wow. we play, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is fine. Yeah. Are you sure you don't want us to drop off some dice at your house? <laughs> it's fine this way i i don't use them believe it or not dice don't really feature prominently in any other activity in my life other than this already been gifted with with dice by the game master and oh, has yeah. promptly lost them <laughs> <laughs> they're probably at steve's i, don't, I think i don't know I, it will uh, Yes, that is the definition of lost when you don't know where they are. <laughs> uh, and of course, Mitch, you had a charisma of nine. Would you care to see if you get up to ten? Roll a d20. Are you talking to me? Yes, Mitch. Witch. All right. Oh. What did you roll? What is the number of your fate? I rolled a 15. You now have an even 10 charisma. Middle oh. of the road. Congratulations, bitch witch. Thank it was well deserved, particularly for your extended conversation with Jesus slash God. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm getting in touch with my spiritual um, childhood roots. <laughs> Jesus is the way, man. <laughs> so, as, as you emerge from the base of Monturi Industries Tower amid a plethora of blinkings, emergency vehicle lights, bustling police and first responders, you are, of course, tired and expectant after your battle on the Monturi Industries building against the many terrifying foes. And as you step out into that light, worried now about what comes next, a caravan of black sedans American-made late-model sedans, each with tinted windows and at the corners of their giant hoods. American flags fly, fluttering as they take a sharp turn and stop in front of you. Ooh, as... a diplomatic envoy. Yeah. They are unmarked in every way except for the American flags, which are, of course, a tip-off that they are important people from an important country. And as the lead vehicle comes skittering to a halt in front of you, 
and all the doors open at once. The passenger side, the back seat of the lead vehicle is opened by a nondescript man in a dark suit, opening to let his boss out, a man who steps forth from the dark interior, one foot coming out from the seat, hitting the ground in front of you with an audible chink of spurs on cowboy boots. It's Burt Reynolds. <laughs> oh, you do not know how close you are to being right, Katya. <laughs> you expect to see Burt Reynolds and his highly authoritative mustache to emerge. And there is a highly authoritative mustache and a bolo tie and a giant white 10 gallon hat and dark horn rimmed glasses on the man who comes out of the sedan and buttons his coat jacket and walks up to you and he says, My name is uh, Skip Peltonini of the uh, Federal Organization FISH, which stands for, of course, Federal Investi Intelligence and Security Headquarters. I'm here to be a liaison for you from the U.S. government to give you any help that you need in your uh, endeavors against uh, Dr. Apocalypse. Wow. Could I have a pair of Colt revolvers? <laughs> and as you ask for the pair of Colt revolvers, Skip Peltonini, agent of the government of the <laughs> enigmatic fish agency, snaps his fingers and two G-men in dark suits and dark glasses rush up to you and open up a case. And inside are a pair of chrome-handled Colt revolvers. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I was hoping for Pearl, but thanks anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's the mission we were to, uh, we're operating under a certain intelligence that uh, you would prefer the glistening kind of kind of gun. So that's what we got for you. <laughs> you you know what you had intelligence on us? I've got we we're the government, sir. We're here to help you. And I've got uh, a, a, a very detailed dossier on every single person who is a matter of your heroic organization. For instance, uh, we know that uh, uh, you are, a, uh, are fairly moist. And, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, of course, uh, Blizzard is uh, very well uh, uh, acquainted with all of us, and of course, we do know that uh, Troy has been uh, getting a 100% uh, uh, markup on all of his tabs. <laughs> it was a loss leader earlier, but now it's really moved to the front of my, well, I said too much. There's, there, we know uh, our, our, uh, our sources say that tab's going to uh, 
it's, it's got legs. It's, it's, it's here to stay. Everybody, everybody appreciates the thinning factors of Tab, and it's delicious. What do you think about new Coke? <laughs> you get, you come and get, get to the back of the line. I was going to give you, I was going to give you, come on, a bag of herring because we knew you love herring, but no, you're not getting it now. All right, new Coke. So, um, I mean, do you have a magic carpet? Gorbachev. <laughs> Gorbachev. <clears throat> do you have any magic carpets that we could ride to the uh, Dr. Apocalypse's Island of Evil? If uh, by uh, uh, magic carpet you mean the uh, the space shuttle that you already own, uh, yes, we've already got that fueled up and uh, ready for your your uh, your assault on Dr. Apocalypse. Now, so, do you have a space shuttle? Yes. You, you got, yes, you've got a space shuttle in your current inventory at uh, 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 Crusader Citadel. Mm. Sir, do you have any intel on Dr. Apocalypse that you could share with us? Well, uh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, why don't you uh, uh, come over into our uh, uh, our briefing room? It's, it's over here. And as he says that, a Winnebago RV pulls up. And the door opens, and automatic stairs extend from the side passenger compartment, and a layer of mist tumbles down to the ground. We'll just uh, step inside here. We can uh, give a little uh, multimedia presentation for you guys. That's all right. Okay. That's all. I put out my joint, following him inside. Yeah, you can uh, you, you can uh, smoke in there if you want. That's fine. We're uh, you, at this moment uh, we uh, uh, we you are completely off the radar, and uh, you've got a license to commit any crime you want. <laughs> license to smoke. <clears throat> also, he's a fan of Cheech and Chong. <laughs> I'm going to use that invention point to build the anti-gravity bong. <laughs> you may need that when you're in orbit. You can never drop it. <laughs> Guys, are you yeah, ready to drag, man? Guys, are we gonna go in the Winnebago? Winnebago Warriors. Yeah. Troy. So as you yes, go, let's go into the Winnebago. Blizzard. Uh, yeah, let's go in. Awesome. Okay. What's the worst that could happen? As you go, in, go into the Winnebago, there are a series of beanbags laid, futuristic <laughs> beanbags laid out on the floor for you to relax upon. That's the name of my solo record, futuristic beanbags. <laughs> 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 And the interior is lit by even more futuristic lava lamps. <laughs> and Agent Peltomini stands at the back of the RV at the overhead projector and puts various transparencies <laughs> on, on the table and projects to you the, the important 
intelligence therein. <laughs> yes. Transparencies. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get this. Oh, that's upside down. Oh. <laughs> so uh, our uh, our uh, intelligence uh, makes us uh, believe that uh, our, our Doctor Apocalypse, as he calls himself, he is uh, only days away from using an invisible death satellite from vaporizing American cities unless we give him Central City as a independent protectorate of Dr. Apocalypse. It, I cannot tell you that I do not want to see that happen. We, I mean, it's an okay city, but we, as a principle of the thing, you know what I mean? So, but it's, a lot of pressure is on me right now. People all across the country are saying, give them Give Dr. Apocalypse Central City. I don't want more my sixty thousand dollar house getting vaporized by an evil spy satellite. And uh, that's why we need you to disable that satellite. Yes, your top priority. And we believe that uh, somewhere on uh, Noct Island is uh, the the controls for that satellite. And he shows you a map on the overhead projector of Noct Island, mm. which is actually four islands, not just one. Uh-oh. We don't know which one, huh? There's a main island and three minor islands. Which one's the main one? The, the <laughs> big one is the main one. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was like by size or by some other thing. Yes, it is by size. Okay. As because if it was a smaller island, it would be a lesser island, you would think. Unless there was some other attribute that made it even more important than the big that's one. That's my point. Yes, Which it could be that this like big it. one is just total crap. But in this case, <laughs> the big one is the main island. But yet there are two, three other ones uh, yeah. that are worth mentioning as well. Is one, why are they worth mentioning? They're there. Because they're big enough to have stuff on them. Why Why do you name an island, but it's four islands, but you call it one island? It, it's, it should more accurately be Noct Archipelago, you are correct. Okay. Which one is most likely to have satellite controls on it? Noct Archipelago. Oh. Uh, we... <clears throat> Uh, I'm afraid that we have uh, no information exactly uh, about where the satellite's uh, information might be. I can tell you that uh, from a period between 1950 to 1973, roughly, that the U.S. government had a 25-year lease on Knock Island that, uh, from the, uh, the British, uh, and we ran a, a military base uh, right about there. Uh, the military base, of course, is no longer. Yes, if you if you squint there a uh, bit, which you can see, there's kind of looks like a little heart. That's a little little bay. That's a good. That's the obvious place there for a military base, right? So that would be the most likely location for the satellite. Well, I mean, I'm saying it's uh, that's what I, we know about. There's also a number of. Uh, 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 indigenous uh, settlements and agricultural endeavors throughout the island. There's also a, uh, 
uh, a, a, a noxious cult of, uh, of evil worshippers or something or other. I mean, they're, uh, but... Uh, How long has the cult been there? Uh, since uh, the, uh, uh, the, the pre-Columbian European discovery of the island by uh, Dr. Uh, uh, sorry, Captain Bianco, uh, a Portuguese sailor. Captain <laughs> Bianco? Yeah, his name Bianco. His original name was uh, Elman Satanixu, which for those of you who aren't uh, uh, brilliant enough like I am to like understand basic Portuguese, that means hand of Satan Island. Wait, I I misunderstood who who discovered these um this uh this community. It was written well. I mean by. I don't want to get into like sort of cultural imperialism uh, frameworks, but the original European settlers of uh, Knocked Island was uh, not settlers, but they, they discovered it as far as, I mean, there's people there already, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but as far as Europeans, the first one to like have a uh, uh, documentation of having visited was uh, Captain Bianco. Captain Bianco. Yeah, it was uh, in the early 15th century before Columbus. That's why his uh, his uh, accounts weren't taken very seriously. So this this uh, community has continued on into modernity. It's uh, uh, yeah. I mean, like most people have. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. So a lot of people got wiped out. So oh, right, right, people. Yeah, you're right. But now they're a cult, they're indigenous people, but they've become some kind of evil cult. Is that what you say? Or is that a different thing? I mean, it's not all of them, but yeah, some of them are an evil cult. What, are yeah. they, what do they worship? Uh, they worship uh, a clax. Clax? Yeah, I believe that's the name. Um, let me, uh, let me like check, check my pronunciation guide. Could you give us a look at Dr. Apocalypse from the cover? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, uh, Tepaku. Yeah, you probably are familiar with Dr. Apocalypse, uh, haven't seen his uh, spectral form uh, uh, oh, yeah. looming over the city in the, uh, the, the, the supernatural storm that he had yeah, uh, a little while ago. That does look familiar. Yes, yeah, right. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a scary fellow. Now, exactly. Do you have any intel on his powers? This is a, like... Is, is that it like a... Well, um, we're pretty sure that he's gotten a doctorate. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's scary. He was a lot easier to get along with when he was Mr. Apocalypse and lived in a condo. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, uh, the associate's degree Apocalypse, uh, we, we could deal with him ourselves. <laughs> someone a title and it goes to their head yeah well uh let's just say that uh, we haven't heard much from uh, those uh, the people on the island since 1973 when uh, the 25-year lease of the u.s military came to an end and instead of renewing the uh, lease the uh and i'm going to say this a little kindly the uh, nefarious british government went ahead and 
sold the entire island to a certain gentleman who goes by the name of Dr. Pietor Apocalypse. Mm. That sounds a lot like Dr. Apocalypse. Mm. Yes, we, we were thinking very similar name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, uh, after uh, 1973, when the Dr. Pietor Apocalypse uh, bought the the place, uh, and I, I should say that uh, this was a uh, uh, a gentleman who uh, we presume is the the son of the original uh, Dr. Kiter uh, Apocalypse, because we knew that the original uh, Dr. Pietor Apocalypse is uh, was born uh, uh, in the late 19th century, whereas the gentleman who uh, bought the uh, the island from uh, from the nefarious British government, he was uh, apparently in his uh, mid-30s. Oh, come on. You know it's the same guy. It always is. What? what, what, what? You know how these things go. Um, I'm living in a world with superheroes and uh, an apocalyptic doctor who's trying to vaporize the world. I'm not in a world of vampires. That's nonsense. <laughs> There's another module with a vampire on the cover, so... Never point me! I'm not... I'm not paid by the U.S. government to have imagination. The important thing to keep in mind is you've got two days. And if you... If you don't... If you don't get to the... Uh, the the controls of the uh, the death satellite by then, I mean it's it's a sort of like a death ray satellite. Uh, we're just going to give Central City the Doctor Apocalypse, mm. uh, and if you <laughs> fail, uh, we never heard of you. We're yeah. you're uh, totally different than any government. What do you think Doctor going to do with the city? We've been talking about this a bit. What could he do with a, an abandoned city? Well, I mean, he he can fill it with his like super army. Is what he could do. Yeah, I'm just talking. What if we call this bluff? Like, okay. Okay. I mean, that's not an option too. We could all just sit here. Yeah, he take takes so some city debt. I mean, know? Congress isn't going to do anything. Yeah. Well, um, it's just a just a hypothetical I'm throwing out there. Yes, we could just have uh, Central City buy up all the government debt. So then Dr. Apocalypse takes Central City. He takes has to take the entire government debt. That's a yeah. good idea. It's not a bad idea for us. Hey, unless he vaporizes that? everybody. <laughs> so we've got a so we've got a map. We've got uh we've got two guns for uh Bitch Witch. Oh yeah. And uh, we've got a spaceship. Does anybody else want to get outfitted out uh, with something extra before we uh, depart? Well, I've, uh, I've got a uh, I've got a little surprise for you since this is uh, a very important situation and time is of the essence. I noticed I noticed that some of you are uh, not looking that good. You uh, you've been beat up pretty bad in the uh, the previous uh, uh, encounters that you had. I, I, My shell I is cracked and oozing right now. Yes, I can. Uh, it's it's not pretty looking at that Uzi shell there, Mollus Master and Katya. You look like you look like you took uh, several rounds with uh, 
Mike Tyson, who's of course the, the the biggest fighter anybody's ever heard of or ever will. My wig <laughs> is a mess. I will say that. Well, uh, as it happens, uh, if you look uh, in the back part of this here Winnebago, uh, at the uh, uh, back there in the the rest facility, uh, I, I, w I will tell you right now that's not. Uh, that is more than your regular government issue porta potty in there. It is actually an energy containment vessel that will uh, properly used uh, regain you to your full health. So you uh, you don't need to worry about uh, resting up for a few weeks or whatever uh, else you need to recuperate and be ready for be at your top. Uh, Top potential for going after uh, Doctor Apocalypse or Doctor Ph or Apocalypse, if you if you prefer. Do you, Do you think he doesn't like that name? Like, does he get mad when people call him that? We, I've talked to him as much as you have. Mm -hmm. What about um, for like we have some people who can fly, but some of us are kind of like landbound. Do you have any kind of like transportation, like hovercraft or jet? Thing that we could use to kind of get around a little easier. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, one to uh, condone just like stealing jet boots off of corpses and stuff like that, but. Uh, <laughs> who would do that? Who would do I, I mean, I'm, I don't know who would do that, but uh, I can uh, I can give you a couple of hang glider, personal hang glider devices Ooh. that are fairly light. Uh, but uh, you got you can't get too much of the equipment because uh, it will bog you down and you spend too much time thinking about it. You'd be like, is this a real pen or is this like one of those pens that like is filled with like botulism toxins and stuff? You wouldn't even know. I mean, that's my life. I'm a I'm a spook, you know. So it's like I'm always worried about. Well, if I if I touch my watch the wrong way, is it going to like vaporize my wife? You know, it's like something you got to worry about. Yeah. So, but yeah, we can get you uh, a couple of uh, hang gliders. I'm afraid that Troy is, uh, he's way too heavy. Um, we can... Uh, Those are the brakes. Maybe, uh, maybe we can give him like one of the parachutes that we use on tanks. Get one of those. And uh, uh, yeah, Katya, yeah, you can get uh, one of our, uh, you can use my, uh, my speed suit uh, and then, like, yeah, just hop in, uh, hop in the energy uh, pod, and uh, I'll push the button, and it'll spruce you right up. Fantastic. Uh, um, well, Might be some fat <clears throat> Sorry, what? And I'll uh, uh, just say I'm going to stand behind this wall over here, and I'm going to use this stick to press the green button on the side of the pod, and and as he does that, I call shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> One in every crowd. The bad role models are GM Matthew Bay, Jamie Manus as Troy, Kim Hill as Katya, Freddie Mercenary as Bitchwitch, Nikki Drayden as Blizzard, and me, S.G. Wilson, as Mollusk Master. So, check out, if you like, other stuff we do, the comedy podcast, This Week in the Multiverse, the fishing podcast, Last Cast podcast, 
and books by Nikki Drayden. You can find out more on Amazon or NikkiDrayden.com. And some of my books, S.U. Wilson at uh, suwilson.net and Amazon as well. And otherwise, stay tuned for our next step coming soon. Be sure to check out Instagram and our Twitter for info about our live broadcast on Twitch that we do. And you don't want to miss it. Otherwise, stay bad and keep on rolling. <laughs>